Hey friends, welcome back. How are you today? I hope you're having a fantastic day. Do you have a favorite thing that you take to bed to help you sleep? A thing like a blanket or a stuffed toy that you just can't sleep without? Both of my kids have pandas that play soft music and have bellies that glow. Sometimes grown-ups need help sleeping too. I have a special stuffy that I can't sleep without either. In today's book, a boy just can't sleep without his special monster under his bed. Today's story for us is I Need My Monster by Amanda Knoll, and it's illustrated by Howard McMillan. It's published by Flashlight Press, and I have permission to read this book from them. If you're ready, Let's get in our comfy, cozy reading spots, and if you have the book of the day and would like to read along, please do. Let's begin. Just a quick disclaimer. If you have a little one that is afraid of the dark and monsters under the bed, I suggest that you skip this episode until they're a little more comfortable with those subjects. I Need My Monster by Amanda Knoll Tonight, when I looked under the bed for my monster, I found this note instead. Gone fishing, back in a week, Gabe. What was I going to do? I needed a monster under my bed. How was I supposed to get to sleep if my monster was gone? I tried to sleep, but it wasn't the same without Gabe. I missed his ragged breathing, his nose whistling, the scrabbling of his uncut claws. How would I ever get to sleep without Gabe's familiar scary noises and his spooky green ooze? It was no use. Gabe would be gone for a week, and I just had to have a monster. I climbed quietly out of bed so my parents wouldn't hear me. Grown-ups have some strange ideas about monsters under beds. I knocked on the floorboards, then scrambled back under my covers. I waited nervously. Would a new monster appear? What would he be like? Would his snorting be as cheerful as Gabe's? When I heard some creaking under my bed, I knew that the substitute monster had arrived. Good evening, said a low breathy voice. My name is Herbert and I will be your monster for the evening. Herbert, what kind of name is that for a monster? You don't sound scary at all. Have you ever scared a kid before? Well, no, but I have read all the best books on the topic. Do you have long teeth and scratchy claws? I asked. No, but I have an overbite and I'm a mouth breather. Listen. (sighs) Herbert's panting was kind of scary, but it wasn't enough for me. Listen, Herbert, I'm sorry. I just don't think this is going to work out. It's nothing personal but I really need a monster with claws. Picky, picky, Herbert complained. As you wish, I'll go. There was some more creaking, 
then Herbert was gone. Some scratching warned me that a second monster had appeared. Good evening, he said in a high, silky voice. My name is Ralph. I understand you need a monster with claws. If you would please lean over, I will hold out an arm for inspection. I crouched on the edge of the bed, hoping to see a horrible shaggy arm with sharp, ragged nails. Instead, I was surprised to see sleek, brushed fur with smooth, shiny claws. Excuse me, I don't mean to be rude, I asked, but is that nail polish on your claws? Yes, it is, Ralph replied. I believe professional monsters should always be well-groomed. I could tell that this was not going to work either. I'm sorry to disappoint you, Ralph, but I need a monster with scary claws. Like Gabe's, I thought. I heard some more scratching, and I knew Ralph was gone. A minute later, a third voice from under the bed rasped. Check out these claws, kid. I gathered my courage and peered over the edge. The claws were impressive, jagged and dark and razor sharp. So far, so good. I was a little nervous. Could you stick out your tail? I whispered. Sure, but don't get scared. I peeked through my fingers at the slimy tail slithering over the foot of my bed. That's when I noticed the bow. Are you a girl monster? Of course I am, she snapped. I'm Cynthia. Do you have a problem with that? Um, yeah, I do, I admitted. I definitely need a boy monster. Boy monsters are for boys. And girl monsters are for girls. Everybody knows that. Well, aren't you a picky one? She sniffed, and then she was gone. Was I being too picky? No, I knew that my monster needed to be well-clawed and menacing. The whole point of having a monster, after all, was to keep me in bed, imagining all the scary stuff that could happen if I got out. Then I heard a shuffling noise and some slobbering. A fourth monster was under my bed. Hey, the name's Mac. One look at his claws proved that Mac was a big, scruffy, boy monster. I shivered. Maybe this one would work. Those are excellent claws. Do you have a long tail? I leaned over to see. No, my tail is stumpy, Max slurped. But I do have an unusually long tongue. Why would I be afraid of a long tongue? I asked. Oh, I don't know, he said, trying to sound terrifying. You never know when I might lick you. I fell back on the bed laughing. Well, if you're not even going to try to work with me, Mac whined, I held in my giggles. I really don't think you should send me away, he warned. Kids who reject five monsters in one night. I did not reject five monsters tonight, I interrupted, 
My regular monster went fishing. Fishing, eh? Maybe he just left because you're so picky. Fine, I'm out of here. But I wouldn't expect another monster tonight if I were you. How was I ever going to get to sleep without my monster? I was surprised to hear more creaking under the bed. Loud creaking with scratching. I, I thought no more monsters were going to appear tonight, I said. Sorry I'm late, kid. Phew, it was Gabe. I thought I would enjoy fishing, but I didn't, he explained. Those fish scare too easily. No challenge at all. You, however, are challenging, my friend. You're almost too old to be afraid of monsters. You keep me on my toes. Ah, toes, a delicious snack. The bed quivered as Gabe's stomach rumbled with hunger. Now, if you don't mind, I'd like to start the evening with an ominous puddle of drool. I peeked over the edge of the bed. Green ooze spread soundlessly from beneath. Then the bed trembled as Gabe unfurled his spiked tail. He was daring me to guess where he might pop up. I shivered. So, you had some substitute monsters tonight, Gabe said, sharpening his claws on my bedpost. Were you scared? Then Gabe started tapping. I could tell he wanted to know if I still needed him. No other monster can scare me like you, I giggled, diving under my covers and pulling them up tight. Through the blanket, I heard Gabe's soft, comforting snorts. Ha, I knew it. We're made for each other, he growled. When my blanket started to slip off the bed, I knew Gabe was ready to eat. Now, if you could please stick out your foot, he said. I'd like to nibble your pinky. I yanked my blanket back up and scrunched my feet in so Gabe couldn't get them. No toes tonight, but you can have this, I offered, pushing a pillow off the bed. I didn't even hear it hit the floor. Gabe was back. The ooze was perfect. Everything was back to normal. I shivered again. I'd be asleep in no time. The end. Goodness, that little guy just couldn't get to sleep without Gabe. If Gabe hadn't come back, he might have stayed awake all night. Could you imagine him having to stay awake for the entire week while Gabe was fishing? What did you think of the other monsters? Weren't they silly? They just weren't what that little kid was looking for. Well, that's all I have for today. Hopefully you enjoyed this silly monster book. See you soon! Thank you.